Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Daily Confeffi with Carter and Carrie. <laughs> I like that you're laughing at that. <laughs> Today. Like suddenly the camera was turned on and like someone walked in the room. Hello. Oh, there you are. Hi, I didn't see you standing there. <laughs> well, welcome to the Daily Confession. <laughs> Today oh. is Monday, May, May 20th, 2019. <laughs> We're starting off in a good mood. Yeah, well, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe uh, button if you haven't. Yes. <sighs> How'd you, how was your weekend, Carrie? I mean, I know, but I'm asking officially now in front of everyone. Officially, um, I had a lot of plumbing difficulties a lot of plumbing difficulties because i live in a very old house but also some really cool things that happened um that as a christian i will say god answered some of my prayers in interesting ways not just this weekend but in the past month but for you an atheist you could interpret it you can interpret that as the universe what I, would say, I would say that uh, that your psychology, your psychological outlook is getting brighter, and so you're noticing coincidences and appreciating them, and attributing them to a higher power, which is fine. That's you do that. <laughs> it's just, okay, I'll I you can believe that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, and then oh, what else? Good, yeah, it's good. The plumbing stuff's going to be okay eventually. It's anyway. It's 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 going to be fine. Um, what about you? How was your weekend? I know as well. Yes, my weekend was uh, actually for an atheist. Sound will sound. I think I feel like Christians think that atheists are out having orgies and doing whatever every <laughs> shooting up heroin. Uh, I spent the weekend with my family at home inside, um, mostly just hanging out. So it was a good. It was a good weekend. That's a great weekend. I was I was a dad all weekend. So family rainy day family weekends. Rainy day family weekend hanging out, you know. <sighs> but should I tell people what my plumber said? That was funny. Sure. <laughs> my plumber makes me laugh a lot, and he was up on the roof, and he was talking about how. Um, how he said, I've done so much shit in my life that God's making me clean up other people's shit for the rest of it. <laughs> and then the, this torrential downpour started and he fell and rolled to the end of the roof and almost fell off the roof. And then he stood up and was like, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> like, he's, I don't know. He makes me laugh. He has a lot of funny. We can't find my um, line, my, my sewage line. We can't find it's it. Anyway, there's, we dug holes and stuff and, but he said, um, this lady doesn't want to give us her secrets. <laughs> she doesn't want to give up her secrets. Everything's funnier in a Texan accent. Yeah, I'm not really doing his, I'm not doing it um, credit. I'm doing more of a, uh, maybe a where I'm from accent. But I know you wanted to talk about this milkshakes thing. I have a lot to say about it too. It's not the throwing of the shake. It's the, it's the reaction of Burger King. That's yeah. So why don't you tell the story? Somebody, if I get parts of it wrong, let me know. Somebody threw a milkshake on Sargon of Akkad, whose real name is Carl Benjamin, and really popular YouTuber. He's he's not he's a liberal. He's like a classical liberal. He's he, actually 
now running for the UKIP party. He's running for parliament for as part of the UKIP party. So he's a politician, like legitimately now. Right. But in terms of his beliefs, he, the one thing that I get sick of is the media calling him far right. And he's not far right. Not but at he, all. No. They threw a milk, somebody threw a milkshake on him. And then after it made the news, Burger King, on their official Burger King UK Twitter, um, they tweeted, Dear people of Scotland, we're selling milkshakes all weekend. Have fun. Love BK. Hashtag just saying. And since then, Tommy Robinson has been hit with milkshakes twice. Um, just this morning, I think like 10 minutes ago, I saw Nigel Farage. Is that how you say it? Yep. Nigel Farage was hit with a milkshake. They're encouraging people to do this. That's gross. Yeah, I was, uh, you and I had an ambivalent reaction to Burger King's uh, sad meals or whatever the fuck they were. Uh, but now it's pretty clear who's running Burger King. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I had a lot of Burger King McDonald's kind of food, I would boycott Burger King, but I, I'm on a Burger King boycott already. So I don't know. You're already on one. Um, I did see McDonald's said they're not selling milkshakes all weekend. Really? They're not selling them. They will not because they don't. There's a lot of rallies happening there, and they just are oh, like, they no. don't want to. They're just yeah. Not. Um, I'm not wow, sure. If the- that's a you know what I didn't think I would praise McDonald's, but like what um better response? Mm-hmm. What a much more mature response. It's like they gave the keys to Burger King to some woke 20-year-old SJW. Because I started reading through Burger King's other tweets just to see. And Carter, they're ridiculous. Oh, really? They don't have anything to do with burgers. I didn't read their tweets. Oh, my gosh. It's like a 15-year-old. No, I I, I don't want to insult 15-year-olds because Generation Z is, we're we're learning, is much cooler than the millennials. (laughs) It's like... stuff so are you looking at Burger King or Burger King UK? Is there a UK? I'm looking up the regular Burger King because that's what I was looking at originally, and they're just horrible. Really? Yeah. Um, they don't use any. They don't use any capital letters at the beginning. They're punk. They don't use the correct punctuation. They do everything in lowercase. Like they start sentences with lowercase letters to show you that it's a kid. Um, like they're tweeting stuff like very conflicted about flames right now because that they're talking about Game of Thrones. Um, oh, I, didn't, I didn't see Game. I don't watch Game of Thrones. But everything on here is like a kid tweeting. It has nothing to do with burgers. Or like one tweet just says "yeet," y e e t. Another one says "b r b," like "be right back." Trying to avoid spoilers today. Bye. That's it. it has nothing to do with burgers. Then the next tweet's like, "How's everyone feeling?" Yeah, I'm looking at these now. Everyone's seeing these. Well, I don't know if they are, oh. but uh, when I speak, they will be my screen. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, it is designed to look, um, it's the modern day equivalent of in the eighties, there was the trope about, uh, or that maybe the cliche of the, the kind of hot, stupid blonde in high school, like twirling her hair and chewing gum. Uh, this is the modern version of it is tweeting yeet from Burger King's account. It's trying to look all, uh, young and stupid basically. What is that um, That me with Steve Buscemi and the skateboard? Like, hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I just, I, I'm so repulsed by them. And 
it's not just that they're not selling. So there's all these companies now who are doing this. You know, we, we did a whole, if you guys haven't seen it, if you just are new to our podcast, um, we do a show every Thursday called Deprogrammed. And that show is usually longer. And it's specifically about my old ideology, the SJW ideology. We did a whole episode about woke ads. And I just think it's more relevant than ever. Every day it gets more relevant because they're, I remember back when corporations actually just were trying to sell your product, like they were, they would put the product in the commercials, they would tweet about that. And now it's like, they're trying to sell you an ideology or they're trying to sell your product, but on the back of an ideology, the ideology comes first. Their belief system is that what they're pushing now comes first. And they think maybe it is, maybe this is a good marketing tactic now, but I think it just goes to show you that people who hold this belief system have, gained a lot of power at corporations as well. And it, and it works for SJWs. That's the SJWs like crying over ads that have nothing to do. Like Procter and Gamble did a commercial about racism. Um, ben and Jerry's. Did you see the Ben and Jerry's one? No, but Ben and Jerry's has always been political. They've always been political, but they haven't always been SJW. And James Lindsay, who we, you and I both follow on Twitter, um, he just shared something over the weekend. It's a whole thing on the Ben and Jerry's website. It's called seven ways we know systemic racism is real. I mean, they're basically giving you a critical race class. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think that it doesn't surprise me uh, with Ben and Jerry's. You, are you surprised? Um, I'm not surprised they're political. I mean, they're, they've always been. If you look at their Twitter feed, it's like they're retweeting stuff from Color of Change, like all these different SJW nonprofits, like the National Transgender um, Center for Transgender Equality. They're do- retweeting stuff about climate change. But just the fact that they dedicate an entire website to trying to prove to you that this uh, underpinning of this t- of this belief system is real, that just, it cracks me up. I'm like... You're selling ice cream, dude. What do you, <laughs> you're lecturing people about this. It, and it is James point, which I liked. He said, he, he's, he was like, I don't like when companies um, preach to me about Christian beliefs either. But what we need to recognize is that this ideology is, is it's what you and I've talked about. It is a religion yeah. it's for some people and people who subscribe to it don't see it as such. And a lot of them believe that they're anti-religious and they're not. They're some of the most religious people I've ever met. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've, what we also talked about before where I think like it's kind of normal for companies to hire younger people to maybe focus on some of the marketing stuff. I maybe, I don't know if that is normal. Let me think about that. I think maybe just the internet has grown so quickly uh, and social media has, has popped up so quickly that the normal older marketing people who would have some, uh, I don't know if they would have more reserve, but kind of be thinking more holistically about the brand. They're they're giving up control to the young kids because they they're like, well, I don't understand the Twitter or social media thing. You know, I'm an old curmudgeon. Uh, I can't I can't figure it out. So, uh, but these kids, they are not they're not taking the job of social media marketing for Burger King and trying to do the best they can for Burger King. They are taking the job, taking Burger King's paycheck and just having fun with their philosophy and making sure they, 
throw in some burger crap to make their boss happy. Yeah. Uh, but they're not, they're not dedicated to actually growing the, and like helping the Burger King brand. Um, or they are, and they're just delusional. And they think that this is the, you know, everyone around them is also woke. And so oh, yeah. only four people that aren't woke and those people are Sargon and Nigel and, you know, a couple of whatever. But well, one think. thing about the milkshakes, Burke, yeah. I want to say this because I can already anticipate and I have seen people saying they think it's funny. And back when I was in this belief system, I would have... I'll be honest. I would have thought it was funny too. Like I, I thought the glitter bombing and stuff like that of Bush, I think I celebrate, I celebrated people throwing their shoes at Bush. Like I, and I was wrong. I was wrong. I believed that I believed the narrative that he was so evil that, that violence was justified. And I, I brushed it off by saying what people are saying about these milkshakes, which is it's just a milkshake and it's childish and rude and it's disrespectful and all that, but, it, but it's still physical assault. You're still saying it's okay. Burger King is still encouraging physical assault. And more than that, it's the, it's what lies beneath the, the, the willingness to do it and to get people to think that's okay is you're like, you're subtly normalizing the idea that physical violence is okay against people with whom you disagree. And you're getting people like me to be okay with that. And, that's a building block to the a next level of violence. Do you, you know what I mean? Like it's like it, just a milkshake. It, no, it's you, you wouldn't say it's just physical assault and, and it's physical assault. It is physical assault. You, I just think, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's abhorrent and they, well, and they write it off. They write it off. Yeah. I, I actually prefer it this way because I don't, I think that's been the, philosophy this whole time and is just more honest about it um if you're an authoritarian that's what you want i mean if you support authoritarian policies generally yeah you can go vote for them and pretend that you're not initiating the use of force but why not just throw milkshakes at people because you are initiating the use of force and like let's just just be honest about what you are you're about naked force and naked aggression and might is right that's what you are so uh, exactly. Why don't we just show everyone by throwing milkshakes? Go ahead. Uh, exactly. Um, I mean, I don't think it's obviously it's not moral. It's just, you know, I would. It's easier for, as you mentioned, Gen Z before. It's easier for Gen Z to see what they're all about now. What these millennials and woke people are all about. It's clear now, right? They. Yeah. They spray pepper spray on people they don't like. They throw milkshakes on people they don't like. They call for violence. They, I mean, that's they what they're in the head with bike locks. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, sometimes real violence. Right. And yeah, there's, there's people on, on the right who perpetuate violence sometimes, but they're not accepted by mainstream. They're not considered normal. Burger King doesn't tweet out support for those people. So they're not much of a risk because we all know that the right-wing extremists who use violence are horrible. We all agree on that. But what we don't seem to agree on as a society is that the left-wingers, the authoritarian left, is also horrible. Instead, we tell them, hey, come here to get milkshakes. So. Yeah, that is such an important point because whenever I argue with uh, fellow liberals about this, the the ones who don't yet see it as a growing problem, 
because some of them, a lot of them do. A lot of the, a lot of liberals are waking up to what this belief system is, and it is not liberalism. But for the ones who still argue with me about, they're like, but it's not the majority of the left. I'm like, it doesn't matter the numbers. You might actually be right. It's not the majority of the left. But in terms of power and influence, it's massive. Like you, you've got mainstream corporations, politicians, celebrities apologizing for and encouraging sometimes violence from the left. Right. Just, just here, just think about this just for a moment. The Covington High School kid stood there and did nothing, smiled, had his MAGA hat on, right? He actually did nothing. Imagine Burger King tweeting out support for the Covington High School student, right? There, there's no way that would ever happen. Imagine just them tweeting out like, hey, you know, leave high school kids alone or whatever. Like any kind of mild support, like, hey, we support high school kids. Come get a free burger. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Any kind of support that, that they expressed for the Covington kid, I, I, I can't fathom that. No corporation did that. No corporation would think about doing that. They all virtue signal the other side, right? And that's a, it's a nonviolent... It was a non-act, right? That was all made up stuff. He didn't harass anyone. He didn't do anyone, do, do anything to anyone. It was non-violent. He stood there and smiled. People thought it was a nasty smirk. That's basically his crime. He smirked, right? Someone on the left throws a milkshake at someone, which is assault. And the corporations, or at least Burger King, and I imagine a lot of the media, comes out of the woodwork to support this. And so it's not a question of, are there only violent people on one side or another? No, there's violent people across the political spectrum, obviously, but only one side has mainstream support and that yes. is the authoritarian left. Yes, that, that is, and that is what is so dangerous about it. And people wanna talk about the, extreme, the extremists on the right. And I'm like, the extremists on the right don't have mainstream support, rightfully so. Everyone, including mainstream conservatives and the president, no matter how much you wanna lie about it, condemns extremists on the right. But, but the extremists on the left, it, it's not even, I, I can't even say extremists anymore because they're undergirded by, they're supported by the mainstream left. I mean, you've got people like Keith Ellison holding up, doing selfies with the Antifa handbook. Right. Like, you know, I guess the one good thing is, Mainstream is not st stable, right? Because all of these major media outlets are going away. Um, they're dying. Um, and so, yeah, they're, some of them are going to survive online in meaningful ways, but it's become a lot less, uh, the information that we get is a lot less, uh, a lot more available and a lot less controlled by just a few editors. So, you know, maybe that's all it is with Gen Z. They're going to be able to look out and see the totality of everything and say, hey, Burger King, what the hell? Why are you supporting this but not that? Yeah. Why, why are you supporting this kind of, a, this kind of violence? Um, but I have one else? other. Do we have time to talk about one other thing? Yeah, I'll probably do some editing on this one. So okay. what else do you want to talk about? So don't edit out my important plumber comments. I'm joking. <laughs> um. Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> they're so they're vital um what here let me find it so this was something i saw in the news this weekend and um, this is a case of um this it's a, a trans man who was pregnant meaning this is a biological woman who identifies and presents as a man who um went to the hospital 
was having uh, problems, had already taken a pregnant test, pregnancy test, and knew he was pregnant or she was pregnant, but didn't mention that. And, you know, said his sex was male and they put him down as male and they just thought he was obese. And as they were trying to figure out what was calling, causing the problems, they didn't do a pregnancy test at the hospital because this is a man, they think. He said he was a man? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had abdominal pains. His records listed him as man. So they, um, the baby was stillborn. The baby died. And um, what's amazing about it is that the medical professionals and activists, they're not saying that this is a problem with the ideology or with this, this person not telling him hey, I'm a biological female and I just took a pregnancy test and it was positive. Um, but it's, they said the problem is with the hospital and that there's too much implicit bias and that, that hospital staff failed here. They need to get, have implicit bias training. So essentially so that they know that men can be pregnant now. And so you're always going to have to test men for, you'd give men a pregnancy test too, which is completely inefficient. No, can't you just ask their sex, not their gender, because the sex doesn't change. Well, no, the ideology is progressing to such a degree they don't want you to do that anymore. Like they what? believe sex is they believe sex is a social construct now. That's what they're pushing. So I have a friend. We've talked about this friend once before, and but and I was, so was the stillbirth. I mean, if sex is a social construct, then none of this happened. Yeah, I yeah. So I have a friend who, um, I knew her when I worked in entertainment and I worked with a lot of non like SGW nonprofits and, and I knew she worked in entertainment as well and with some nonprofits. And so she now works as like the director or something of LGBT in engagement and inclusivity at Harvard medical school, Harvard medical school. I think we talked about this before. I didn't mention what medical school it was. Yep. No medical training, no medical background whatsoever. Her background is in ideology. This right. person creates courses and programming to indoctrinate medical students, not just at Harvard, but travels around the country indoctrinating medical students, like bringing this program to other medical schools. They are teaching them that biological sex is a social construct. They were celebrating on her walls, she and her colleagues, um, that they just got a hospital. I forget which one. I'd have to go look at it. But this, is, this is sometime last year I saw this. They were celebrating that they just got a hospital to officially get do away with the sex designation on your medical bracelet when you get admitted to the hospital. So it will no longer read male or female. It's just not going to say your sex. And I'm like, wow, why don't you just take off your race and any known medical existing pre-existing conditions and get rid of your blood type too? Why do we need to know that? Like they, they think this is a positive thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it will kill people. I mean, it's already this stillborn. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, the ideology will kill people because fundamentally anything that's, that contravenes reality is death, right? I mean, that's not to get too philosophical, but that's what, that's why empirical evidence and logic and reason. And that's why that all matters. It's because that's what relates to reality. That's you're building a model of the world that's accurate and any inaccuracies in your model lead to behavior that is contradictory with nature and that nature's harsh against you. So like if you just believe that poison is food and eat poison, you die. Yeah. So that's, that's how that works. So if you're just going to start saying, biological sex is a social construct, 
People will die. That's what will happen. Well, by the way, to that, on that note, Carter, same person there is also pushing with medical students across the U.S. that obesity is not a health problem. And th this actually goes, this plays into, for people who are not familiar with this ideology, we, also, we have another episode of Deprogram you should check out. It's, it's called Fat Shit Crazy, but it explains why, how that, the fat positive movement is a part of this as well, because everything's about these classes of marginalized people versus privileged people. And so they, there's fat studies now on campuses. And, and just like with the, the trans stuff, they're pushing anti-science because fat people are marginalized and oppressed. Therefore, we can't, we can't uh, criticize obesity or we can't, you know, that's fat shaming. And they're pushing this at medical schools now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know where it's going to go. I don't know how far it's going to go. But it's like if you imagine, imagine a, I almost don't want to say this because I don't want to insult toddlers. Uh, but imagine you've got a toddler, right, who has, you know, one of the things toddlers haven't learned often how to think more long term and understand the consequences of their actions. So they, you know, they're more likely to just want to eat, eat a bunch of sugar or sweets or whatever, or, um, you know, not brush their teeth or whatever it is. They're just, they want, you know, they imagine that they're Superman and they want, want to pretend they can fly. No, I mean, you have to call me Superman or whatever it is, right? Toddlers do that kind of kind of fantasy play. Mm -hmm. Imagine, imagine a society that tries to normalize the fantasies of toddlers and pushes that ideology on the rest of the world. That's what, that's what this is, right? It's, Oh, you don't, you want to just be able to eat whatever you want and be, you want fat to not be something to avoid. Okay. Oh, you want to be this other sex. Okay. Like where does this end? We already know that there are genders. I'm, I'm being serious, although I don't know how serious these people are, but you know, there's people who claim to identify as dragons and large empty rooms and attack helicopters. What happens, let's, let's get rid of the, the non-biological identifications there. What happens when someone comes into a hospital and says, I'm a dragon? Yeah. Treat me like a dragon. <laughs> yeah. There's no line, they don't, they don't, there's no line. And it's, you know what, the, because they've, they accept this, um, if you, if you accept the ideology in one sphere, it's very easy to take it and adapt it to another. Like you're saying, that's why you're seeing people who identify as animals who are now using this ideology, using the same language and arguments. And there are people who identify as transabled who are cutting off their limbs because their true identity is disabled. Right. Yep. And they're using the same language and arguments and same belief system. And there's also, I don't know if people have seen this. Lobotomy, and that would be more an accurate representation of their disability. Um, there are people on Twitter now, this is, this is disturbing, but um, pedophiles are now using, they're calling themselves MAP. If you ever see the acronym MAP, M-A-P, instead of, they are calling themselves minor attracted person. And in, oh, is that safer than the word pedophile? Yeah, they're like essentially rebranding pedophilia and they're using the same tenets of this ideology to to talk about themselves as if they are a 
um, oppressed and marginalized group of people. Right. Yeah. The murder attracted people like, oh, well, I just, I need to murder. So <laughs> stop marginalizing me. Right. <laughs> Once you get them to accept that there are, that you are a marginalized group, the, the broader ideology, then you can get them to justify anything for, that you do. Well, again, I don't, you know, I've, anyone with a couple brain cells that are connected, I think sees that the outcome of a society like this is not good. But I think the goal is, I think the ultimate goal here is to destroy civilization anyway. I think it's not, I, I still think this is all nihilism. I mean, you know, I actually, I wouldn't have a problem with a hospital that just said, look, here's the information we care about. Uh, here's our definitions for it. They're all based in science. Fill it out how you want. We're only liable for anything we do based on the accuracy of this information. You want to claim you're a man? So be it. You're liable for anything we do to treat you as a man, including not tech checking if you're pregnant. Like, that's fine. You know, that'll, you know, maybe that'll weed them out in a couple of generations. They'll just all die off of diseases and <laughs> problems that they, they, they misrepresent themselves to doctors. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about Darwinism? No, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. Remember, there used to be a what was that thing that was it the Darwin Awards? I haven't heard, I haven't aren't seen anything about Darwin Awards. I think it's there. Aren't they awarded posthumously to be to people who kill themselves using as few brain cells as possible? Doing something dumb. It's probably yeah. too offensive. That's probably why we haven't heard of it in a long time. They probably yeah. don't do those anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well. The Darwin Awards have been institutionalized into social justice. And uh, go forth and do not multiply. Please don't have kids. No. Can I read you one more thing? I know we're running over, but you're going to like this. Okay. Okay, I'll read it fast. Um, okay. <laughs> now, it doesn't matter if this is, I don't know if this is, this is what's funny about 2019. I don't know if this is satire or if it's real. And it doesn't matter because it could be real. <laughs> Yeah. This is uh, a post from like a message board. Hi guys, I'm a 24 trans man and I'm dating a 24 trans woman. I think they mean age. I'm sure you've all seen the news that a fucking shitty ass American state just passed an extremely aggressive anti-choice law banning woman, women from having abortions. My girlfriend and I were discussing it. And even though we're both pro-choice and pretty much acknowledge that a fetus is just a clump of cells that hardly constitutes life. My girlfriend felt the need to remind me that as a man, I have no say in the matter anyway. Now, remember, this is a biological woman who identifies as a man whose man girlfriend who is a <laughs> biological man who identifies as a woman who's telling her, him, him that he has no say in the matter. Anyway, she appreciates and thanks me for expressing solidarity with women's rights, but insists that men should have absolutely zero opinion whatsoever on the right to terminate a pregnancy. This really worries me because what if I get pregnant? I have not started hormones yet, and neither has she, and we are both sexually <laughs> active. Even though I'm on the pill at the moment, there's always that small chance. And so what happens if I do get pregnant? Is she going to claim that as the mother, she gets to then decide my choices for my body? I'm sorry, but I think that's bullshit. <laughs> it, it, goes, it goes on, but it's hilarious. I was reading it like, oh, 2019 in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is woke. That's some woke shit right there. I thought you would laugh. Yeah, that is good. Well, <laughs> can't make this up. I mean, it probably is made up, but you know. 
but there are others couples out there who are I'm sure who have both transitioned and there's yeah. one in the UK who they've both transitioned and they're raising their child as a baby with no sex. Baby? Yes. There are all these woke parents now. Not all of the par- parents are trans, but there is this one famous couple who are both trans who are raising, they, they, they're calling their kids babies instead of babies. T-H-E-Y. B-A is racist or sexist somehow? It just means they're not. neutral term already. We, we all get that, right? Right, but it's a way for them to put they in there because they call because they don't know, call them. But it's only one child, right. so. But they don't baby, call them. You could use it as a group of babies. <laughs> baby. No, but they're calling their individual babies they. No, I know. I'm I'm still right. mocking them because uh, okay. there's no reason to do this. Right. Well, they say it's oppressive because you don't want to call the baby he or she and let the baby decide what they are. Eventually. Right. Right. Well, let's see how that works out at the hospital. Yeah. Later, when your baby male is pregnant. Yeah. When when he's all grown up and pregnant and tells his doctors he's a male. And by the way, what they are doing is putting their belief system on the kid. They want to say they're not doing it because they don't want to impose male or female on the kid. No, you're imposing they on the kid. You're imposing gender neutrality on the kid. Yeah, of course they are. Um, The thing that you got to understand as a parent is you always transmit your belief system to your child. There's no, there's no, that's called raising a child. There's no not, there's no not transmitting your belief system. I mean, you can do what I do and say like, and try and make it explicit that like they're allowed to disagree with you and like, Hey, you know, I love you. Even if you know, you can go. I remember having the conversation with my daughter. I'm like, you can go to church if you want to go to church with friend, like I don't care. Go to church. She doesn't, but still, Mm-hmm. Right, we we have these conversations, but I'm still. That's still my belief system, right? I'm still like instilling her like lo- like I'm still trying to teach her logic and reason and and you know, um, how to use you know her rational her own rational judgment and, and and rely on her own judgment. That's all my, that's all my philosophy. You can't that's not true. you can't not teach a philosophy. So I just I just like your philosophy better well, than they. <laughs> so do I. Um, but I but I do think it's I do think that your job as a parent is is to teach them a the best philosophy you can think of that will that will be for their survival, right? Like I'm trying to teach her not that dad's right, but that she should use her own judgment and here's how to here's how to use your own judgment, here's practice at using your own judgment and here's how to think so that you can you know, make your own decisions later in life, right? Um, that is different fundamentally than uh, don't question anything I do, obey, 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 which is uh, another method of parenting that I see. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, these poor babies are going to grow up uh, probably with a, a large therapy bill. What are you going to do? Uh, there's got to be a pun, a, the- a therapy bill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't help but think now of uh, the guy from Arrested Development. What's his name? Tobias Funke. Did you ever watch Arrested Development? I did not. Ah. Uh, mm. Well, anyone who's watched it will know what I'm talking about. He was, uh, he wanted to be a combination of a therapist and an analyst. 
And so he had business cards made that said, and now we're pissed. And I'll let you think about what that looks like in your own heads. <laughs> so. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, oh, no. On that note, <laughs> it's probably time to stop. Yes. I should probably edit. A lot of this should end up in the trash folder on the hard drive. No, don't do it. Let's put out a long episode. Happy Monday. All right. Well, yeah. Happy Monday, everyone. Please hit subscribe. I don't know, Carrie, do you have any final Monday messages for people? Something inspirational for a Monday? Be your, be the best version of yourself today. <laughs> nice. And go to McDonald's. If you're going to go to, if you're thinking about McDonald's or Burger King, choose McDonald's. Or neither. Neither's fine. I think we're, I think I got to cut somewhere around there. <laughs> That's good.